and yeah, and they will just, more more than once as I was walking down the street or like through a like a small road with a bunch of uh, gift shops and shit down the side. Uh-huh. I little kids were just stopped in the middle of all all the people taking a piss or taking a shit just like right there. That seems sanitary. Right? <laughs> well, that they told me that they, public places they don't have uh, most public places don't have actual toilets like stools. They just have uh, these little holes in the ceramic ground. holes set yeah. into the ground. <laughs> and I, I was like, what? Why? Why do you bother? Why do you do like this? It's weird. Yeah. And then, and they said that it was more sanitary because you didn't come into contact with something that someone else's that you know ass was coming in contact with. Mm. But then. I was in a shopping mall, and I had to take a shit real bad, like, explosive stuff, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it was not that sanitary when I left that toilet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whoever had to clean that up, I feel bad for them. Well, that sucks. That's just poor planning. There was actually, uh, out in California, there were some locations that actually had, like, toilets set up like that where... You just squat over it? Yeah, and you, wow. I, I never did it, but... It I, I, I did it a couple times, but... It was like restaurants. Restaurants were like that unless you got like your own private room in the mm-hmm. restaurant, which is a very common thing. And like all the restaurants just have little private suites set up, and you, mm-hmm. if you have enough people, you just you get one, you, know, you reserve one, and you get your own toilet, and and that's nice because other bars and restaurants you go to just squatting. Huh. It's mm-hmm. not comfortable. Well, yeah, especially if you got to worry about like I'm just trying to picture it like. I have a picture. You want to see it? Yeah. Well, is it clean? Well, there's, there's not my shit in this picture. I'll tell you that. Uh, I think I'm well, good. like I'm just I'm, I'm trying to picture the logistics of it. And if you're squatting over something, I mean, you got to worry about your pants. Yeah. I was really worried about my pants and I mean, shoes. It just se- it almost seems like something that you you have to take off at least the pants in mm. order to you know make sure you don't pee on it. You just gotta get some practice. Once you do it like three or four times, <laughs> you can figure out how to aim it properly. Were you like leaning over their hands on the floor? <laughs> no, no, you gotta, you gotta have really strong thighs. <laughs> or at least reasonably strong thighs. So this is, Shing had her wisdom teeth pulled out in the university hospital. And while I'm, it only took an hour, for, by oh, the way, wow. from the time she walked in the door to the time she w- we were leaving with her teeth in a little plastic bag. How long did it take bag. to co- recover from that? Uh, like two days, three days, and then she okay. was eating solid food. Yeah. Mm. But they didn't do a; they just did a local anesthetic. They didn't give her any pain meds. They just she went in, stood in line, got a ticket, got X-rayed, paid. Then they pulled the teeth out, and then they sent us out. Wow. But while while that was going on, I had to go to the bathroom. And this is the first time I walked in the bathroom, so I didn't know that the toilets were like this. Oh, and wow. I walk in to take a piss, and somebody has just left this giant steaming turd. Can you flush? You can, but obviously it's not very (laughs) thorough. Because there's just a giant steaming turd sitting there. (laughs) And yeah, I had to take a photo to show everyone. Man, what about the splash? Is there much water in there? No, there's no water. There's no water. Yeah, it's just dry and then you flush it and then it'll run water through there. And that's that. Wow. Okay. Quite the experience going to the bathroom in China. (laughs) All right then. That brings us to our next topic. Well, that brings us to our opening title.
Hi everybody, I'm kind of an epic show. Um, I'm David. I'm David. And Chance. Welcome Chance. back, buddy. Yes, Thank he's you guys. back Thank from you. his month-long trek. My hiatus. <laughs> Sabbatical. Dude, the cat wants to shit. I don't understand this. Is that hot for my dick, huh? Come on, Molly. You're standing up on the chair reaching out. It's like your hand's not doing anything. <laughs> I got something I could do. It's <laughs> like, where have you been for the past month? Right? <laughs> I said I was going to consume that culture, and I meant that, and I did that. I ate and drank everything I could. <laughs> I saw everything I could. <laughs> I think there was only one day I didn't drink a drop of alcohol in the whole month. Wow. And every other day it was like six beers and a, a bunch of hard liquor. Jesus. I hit the button. Hi guys. Hey guys. Guess what happened? Somebody turned off the power switch and the computer died. Don't blame David. I'm not, yeah, don't blame me for your shitty fucking laptop. <laughs> he just wanted some romantic lighting for our grand reunion. I, I, I wanted to make it easier so Chance could watch the Daredevil trailer. Right. I didn't realize your computer was going to outright die. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. So, um... Yeah, we that already talked about everything. And <laughs> basically, had an hour done of the show. Um, was it really that fucking long? It was pretty close. It was to probably an hour. pretty close. Uh, yeah. Don't dwell on it. Just, just deal with it. All right. So, rapey animal corner. Um, apparently, otters are raping baby seals. Can I just ask though, when, <laughs> when did you guys start this segment? Because I missed out on that. No, we started here. No, but it didn't have a, it didn't have a name. Well, I just a, gave it a name. Okay, that was just today. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, if they've been saying rapey animal corner for more than three weeks, then I want them to seek psychiatric help. <laughs> no, just no. Uh, just today. No, right. yeah, I just started doing that. Uh-oh. We're gonna do some more research. Thank you guys. Yeah, D- David did some sh- shilling. On the last version, uh, uh, talking about videos he posted. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot. Um, uh, Self-promotion. Posted a ton of videos last week for our uh, 50th, well, 150th episode. Lots of voice actors. A lot of voice actors. We had Jim Cummings, voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2, and Darkwing Duck and Daggett off of Angry Beavers. No. He didn't do Daggett. He, that's, that's, what you said. that's what you said. No, you. the no, other guy who did said. Zim, Daggett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're mixing people. I'm mixing people up now. Jesus. (laughs) God damn it. That's why you should always leave a note, David. (laughs) Right? Well, I didn't pull it up this time either. Okay, yeah. Uh, Take two. We did... We did Jim Cummings. Take three. Take three. (laughs) Be honest. Take three. First time I nailed it. Uh... We did Jim Cummings and Voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Also Darkwing Duck and countless others. He's a wonderful voice actor. Um, I don't know if he actually knew how to respond to Gabe. (laughs) It's kind of an awkward seven minutes. Nice. Um, We did Richard Horowitz and Ricky Simmons, the voice of Zim and Gurr. That sounds like the beginning of that song from The Sound of Music. How do you answer a question like Maria? How do you react to something like Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> um, which, well, both of those interviews, they're long, they're uncut conversations. 
So they're like, uh, Richard Horowitz is 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's it's entertaining as hell. Okay. Um, he was also he was Alpha Five on Power Rangers. Yeah yeah yeah. You fucking you kidding? Don't have to tell me who that is. Yeah, God. and he keeps doing that every once in a while. <laughs> Just <laughs> what a name. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, then we did uh, Veronica Taylor, the voice of Ash on on Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, also posted our panel, which features me, Andrew, and Gabe. As well as uh, Miller, Time. Miller Time Podcast and Nerd Management. Right. Uh, and then we posted uh, the Maisie Williams panel from Indianapolis Comic Con. Sorry about the audio. Uh, complained to Indianapolis Comic Con about their panel setup. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be different this weekend. Uh, I waited a year on that damn thing. I didn't even realize that until I was about to post it. I was like, shit, I've sat on this thing for a year. Probably because of the audio. <laughs> it's not whiskey, David. It does not age. It's not and get more well, alright then. Let's see, what else did we talk we about? We talked about powers. Yes, we did. That was a long thing. That was a long thing. That's unfortunate. In I, but- I think that was good. It was a good segment that we lost here, guys. <laughs> so I'm sorry that we're going to rush through it. Yeah, what would... What would you say about the show? Obviously, you, you mentioned that it's it's, it's completely different. different from from the uh, graphic novel series. Yeah, yeah. But what is what is it about the show that made it enjoyable? Because you you both said that you enjoyed watching it, but what? Like, well, I do like the characters, even though they're nothing like what's actually in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they they've kind of given you some original content, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Which I think out. Bendis said that they were going to try it and do that. Like they weren't like. He was using Dexter as an example yeah. of how they were going to do powers, and it's like, I guess... Dexter books are fucking weird. Yeah, they're a lot different than the television show, yeah. and he wanted to do the same thing with um, powers, so that, you know, there would be a, a different... That the, that way, people who read powers still got a new story out of yeah. it. Um, Which, you know, I like what they did with The Walking Dead with that, where they just kind of weaved. Mm-hmm. They... Here's the story arc, and then come back into yeah. It. Here's the comic book. You got the the straight line. That's a comic book. The TV show kind of just does this. <laughs> There's some points they'll go back and hit, yeah. but they'll also go off and do a do their own thing. thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, ultimately, I, I you know I do think it's a, a good show. Oh, I'll continue uh, watching it. Speaking of The Walking Dead, spoilers for you. Rick kissed uh, uh, the one chick in uh, Alexandria. No. Oh. You know that it's Michonne. No, Come on, you know, you know that uh, when they get to, to Alexandria in the comics, when he she well he bangs that one dude's wife. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's making a move. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think Rick's about to fucking go off the deep end. No, he didn't already. No, not yet. Did you miss the part where he ripped that guy's throat out with fair his enough, teeth? Fair enough. <laughs> Car- Carl was being raped by an animal. So that was a man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, back to powers. <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, it's a uh, um. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good, enjoyable show. Uh, they, you know, special effects and production wise, you can sort of tell that yeah. they don't have as much money as a regular television show. Probably, yeah. it, it doesn't look as good as like The Flash. No, it yeah. doesn't. Um, but the acting is pretty well done. Um. Oh, you get to see uh, Zora's powers on the next one. Three. Okay, it looks really neat. Okay, cool. It looks cool as hell. Um, so yeah, uh, powers. Let's yeah. See, what else did we do? We talked about Supergirl costume. Yeah. Um, it's too dark. 
Um, they gave her pants. The colors are too dark, and we like that it's not revealing. Yeah, yeah. We like that they gave her pants. But I agree. I don't understand why they shy away from the bright, I mean, I won't say neon colors, but the, you the know, bright the colors. Really bright like colors. with the flash. The flash That's, is a dark red. Yeah, it's, I, I guess. You know, when he runs, it's a light red, which I don't quite get. It's not the most visually pleasing be real but <laughs> that's be real i don't know i don't bright think bright red isn't or what we've got bright red is not yeah. if you if you put a bright red costume on screen it's just like everything else is gonna fade out a little yeah. bit and you're just gonna see that True. it's gonna like it's gonna ruin the whole image. tvs don't work well with reds anyway yeah but tvs are rough on reds. maybe that's mm-hmm. the reason but at the same time that's kind of oh that's that's superman and that's that, that's the whole super. I know. I don't want to say super family, but I will. Well, they family. even lightened up uh, Superman's costume for Batman Superman a little bit compared to what it was. So hmm. I don't know why they went so dark on Supergirl. Um. Let's see, I briefly mentioned Veronica Mars' second audiobook. Yeah. Um. So far, good time. Good time. Have yeah. you have you watched uh, the Dick Casablanca series? No, I never did yeah, watch that. Uh, I want. We need to. Yeah. And talked about how iZombie comes out next week. Yeah, yeah. From same creator. Rob also Thomas. Written, yeah, Rob Thomas. Not of Matchbox 20. I think I got a disease. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, also did Party Down, which if you guys ever watched fucking Party Down, you need to watch Party Down. Never watched it. It's yeah. on Hulu. Yeah. Watch it. It's, it's amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has uh, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec as the mm-hmm. main character. Um, Dick Casablancas is in it. And uh, uh, Jim Lynch. Jane Lynch is in it. Uh, what is her name? Uh, the chick from Masters of Sex. Um, yeah, I've never seen that and show. And Mean Girls. And, uh, mean Girls. What what character in Mean Girls? The goth chick. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be annoying. I know. Right? I feel really <laughs> bad right now. right now. God damn it! I feel it. really bad right now. To the Google away. Right. Um, yeah, we're all gonna smack ourselves afterwards. Yeah. Let's see. Let's go try Masters of Sex. Exactly what I was. She was also in the Marvel one shot item. Yeah. 43 or whatever. Oh, I'm going to be so annoyed. The prelude to Shield. Even though they only got one of the actors back from it. And Cast. Uh, load. Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, Lizzie there Kaplan. we go. Son How of a bitch. forget that? Yeah. Ah. Let me see the picture. I kept on thinking of an L name, but I couldn't fucking remember. Yeah, yeah she's in it. Uh, the first episode has Veronica's dad in it, and you get to see his junk. <laughs> Why? He's running into he's a running bull. into a bull naked. Yeah, so you, you see fucking people flopping yeah. dick. Oh, also, yeah. uh, what's his name? Big flopping uh, dick from Martin Martin Short. Martin Short. Yeah, yeah, I think he's Martin Short too. Okay. Yeah, so good cast, great fucking cast, great, great fucking cast. show. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like Veronica Mars dialogue on Stars. Right on. So yeah. they were able to. It's porno with good writing. No, there's no porno. <laughs> there's no pornos. They're just it's able to curse. Porno with great dialogue. <laughs> no, they're, they're just able to curse. Yeah. Oh, that's. It's not Cinemax. It's stars. They're all the same to me. <laughs> After two a.m., everything looks the same. Um. So let's see. The thing we were talking about when we discovered that everything had gone to shit was uh, Shield. Yeah. Um That show. I don't know. I I saw some arguments recently that that Adrian Carter is better than Shield. And considering where they're at like in in terms of uh in terms of how many episodes of Shield we have versus how many episodes of Adrian Carter we have, I don't know that I would disagree with that because I think that Adrian Carter has been like phenomenal in terms of production yeah. quality. But 
I feel at the same time that where where Shield is at now and in, uh, in the storyline, I think a lot of people hopped off Shield's boat. A lot of people left the show and haven't come back. They left the bus. Yeah, that's what you mean. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that though. I I don't know. I never found myself feeling like the show was going too slow or like there was. Well, any- you well, have to watch it. You got to watch it all at once. We started watching it week by week, which kind of hurt it. I think it was a show that was meant to be binge watch. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking, damn it! Don't yell at him. I'm sorry, Wally. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, watching it by week by week with long breaks, Yeah. The pro- the, it seemed like the production schedule for season one was just all over the place. I think by that time I was ready to watch it. I, yeah, I, I think I stopped after like, like four or five episodes. It was like one episode, three weeks off. Two episodes, Eight weeks off, like Jesus Christ, guys. I, I mean, but it, you know, part of that might have been to help uh, line it up with Cap, possibly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just waiting until the appropriate times to yeah, so they could unleash the Hydro. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. But all, I mean, where where they've taken the show now, like has how the story has progressed. Yeah. There is a lot. There's a lot left to be. <coughs> excuse me. There's a lot left. To be unveiled, and uh, there's a like they have a lot of options of, of from like, how to t- where to take the show from here. Um, I don't know. I I'm finding myself really in, enthralled in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like dramatically speaking, you know, it, it's a lot more interesting to watch them sort of on the fringe, not being these uber you know spy uh, service that they were in the beginning. Yeah. And there's a, mo- a lot more inherent drama there, you know, having Coulson be in a position of power, having to deal with, you know, the responsibility and stuff is a lot more interesting than watching him sort of dick around with the young crew for reasons that nobody really understood at that point. Yeah. Right. And it's like, almost to a certain degree, they're asking for too much patience from the audience at the beginning of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, they were maybe counting... On maybe like the Marvel brand too much than establishing, I don't know, interesting content. I mean, but there's also the issue of the timing thing because yeah. they knew Captain America was going to fuck over the whole thing, so they had to wait a year until they could actually do, you know, legitimately interesting stuff with the concept. Yeah, yeah. I, I think now they've really caught their stride mm-hmm. though, and if they can, if they can continue to keep everything connected, like all the all the films. Uh, connecting into the into mm-hmm. the TV show and continue to do that, uh, you know, at least uh, in time timeline wise, I, I think that show is one of the best network television shows, hands down. Yeah, yeah it is. It's got, it's got drama. It's got comedy. It's got action. It's got everything that you want. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. Uh, did it throw anybody off last night? Granted, I need to rewatch the episode, but. Uh, Seeing Jamie Alexander in street clothes, Sith. No. It didn't. At first, I was like, "Why isn't she? You know, why is she dressed like a human?" Yeah. That was kind of confusing, but uh, they explained it away in the. In the yeah, story I like the way they explained it. Like you learned last time that walking around in the armor can be a bad idea. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that part. Like I said, I need to rewatch it. It made good sense, and uh, I'm just I'm excited because it seems like. You know the the show up to this point up up until well at least up until episode what, ep- I think episode ten of season two is when 
is when the uh, event happens where Sky is in the is in the little temple and the the diviner opens yeah. up and Terry like that. Up until that point, I like being able to say that. That's a thing on TV. Terry Genesis. <laughs> yeah, right. Terry Genesis. Uh, but up until that point, I mean, the show was about. At first, it was about them tracking down people with special abilities with powers, mm-hmm. and uh, and then there were lots of points in the show where that had nothing to do, like uh, like pow- people with powers had nothing to do with the show. Yeah. It was just about the humans and uh, their battle against Hydra or. Or them dealing with, uh, with with like high tech devices and shit like that, but now it seems that the show's taking another direction and it's gonna be all about Shield dealing with Inhumans with people uh, with special abilities. You think this will just be something that runs through? Well, obviously it'll uh, it's changing the universe, right? Um, fundamentally changing the universe in which the more the cinematic Marvel universe, which I don't think a lot of people are looking at it like that currently, but do you think it's something that'll primarily run on the show just for the rest of the season and next season it's something else? I, I think it kind of has to be. I can't, I don't see them focusing on this for the rest of the series. Um, I don't know. It, it kind of depends on where... Avengers. Well, like that, but like I guess that's a good point because it depends on like what the fuck Stark and Cap are fighting about next year. Yeah, right. Um, is it going to be civil? Is it actually going to be civil war? or Is it going to be something different? You mean Avengers two point five? Whatever. Wait, so <laughs> like, <laughs> Hawkeye signed on. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I wish you would have said that because like I kept thinking that maybe Hawkeye was going to die. No. In Ultron. I, just, well, I already knew Hawkeye was going to be in it a while ago. Renner basically was yeah, like, yeah. It's <laughs> confirmed now. I, th- I, think it, I think it relies on how they wrap up Age of Ultron. Like, where where we are in the story at that point. Because, yeah. if, you know, if, if Ultron... If Ultron isn't defeated in a definite way, yeah. then... The the threat of the Kree and the Kree technology is still going to be relevant to to the TV show to the to the whole uh, universe they've established. So I, I think that's that will be like the that will give the direction to to the show and to the six the succeeding films. And with the Inhumans movie coming out too, it makes you wonder about that as well. Like, will the series just lead directly to that? It's good. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, uh, I was thinking about this. The uh, uh, the Kree guy said that there was, like, some sort of signal that went off that told him that there was a new right, they, inhuman. But there have been other inhumans, like, created. So for, why didn't he know about that, right? Yeah, they must have figured out a way to do it without letting the Kree know. Yeah. Well, they... With... In the scenes with, with Sky's mother, they were talking about <laughs> how long has it been since he went through the mist... And not you know, like it wasn't a reference to oh how long has it been since he crawled down that creepy tunnel and put the True. put the diviner yeah. in the temple and all yeah and, I'm like, assuming they they've come up with a different way and I mean they're probably still using like the crystals and stuff to explain where all the, the diviners have gone yeah. to, um, but they, they managed to unlock it without Kree technology somehow. I don't know. Yeah, uh, true. I don't know. It would be interesting to see where the show goes because, it, personally, I don't think it can continue this strain for too long. It seems like a good season arc. Yeah. And, of course, it will have effects throughout the rest of the Marvel Universe. But 
don't know. Hmm. I'm um, still impressed by what they're doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, speaking of the Marvel Universe, uh, new Avengers trailer dropped last week. Um, suitably fucking impressed with that. Yeah. Suit- <laughs> that that means he used a whole box of tissues to express his imp- his impressiveness. Yeah. Impre- his he satisfied of himself with that. Why are you taking cat pictures right now? I actually have one on my phone. He looks so cute. No, I I haven't look at his furry belly. He looks like a rug. He looks like a rug. I got lucky and was able to snap with that photo of all three of the pets. <laughs> wow. Nice. Like perfectly posed. The only one, well, the only one looking at the camera is Josie. But <laughs> camera whore. Uh, uh, I don't know. If, uh, I showed you this, but you can pr- pretty much put any Archer quote over Don Draper. I mean, he does have that same look of like, <laughs> "Are you fucking? Are you asking me that question? Why would you question my intelligence? Don't ask me how much I had to drink today. Yeah, well, I'll see. Well, are you drunk? Please, off of 12 drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I have I still have Archer to watch. Uh, God damn it. Uh, are, so you're not current? No, I haven't watched Pass Vice. Oh, you haven't watched Pass Vice? This season would be pretty solid. I started watching Vice, so the first episode. <laughs> nice. That <laughs> first episode's <of> great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Avengers. Um, I think my favorite moment in the entire trailer was a like, slow-mo shot of the team... And like jumping the, through the woods. Yeah, is that a money shot of all six of them? You're like, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the Avengers, real quick, did you see the price on the Hulkbuster hot toy? No. You know those real nice Avenger doll figures. More like three hundred bucks. Eight hundred and something. Woo! Hulkbuster. Damn. That's a fucking toy for a little it's bit. Like, no, it's like it's like this tall for collecting. From the floor. Yeah. Oh. From the table. <laughs> Whoa. From the table. That's not a toy. That's a fucking sculpture. No, from the table. Uh, then, I mean, they're for adult collectors, but eight hundred dollars, eight hundred and fifty. Dang, fuck that bullshit! Right? Dang. Like man. I just, I'm, I'm friends with uh, Pat Leoka on uh, on Facebook, and he has two of them. I, 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 <laughs> he, he gets like all of them. And then takes like does like photo shoots with them and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm just waiting until he drops and gets. <laughs> he might get one for free, but. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, it was a, a you know, it was a fun trailer. It was good. Yeah. We got some team shots there. Team shots. So team shot was Scarlet Witch. Yeah, at the end there. Books over. I'm assuming he's running. Running around. <laughs> yeah. Something. It was too fast to photograph. Anyway, uh, we were first out of the vision. Yeah, at the end there, we got his eyes. He has a gem right there. Yeah, I pointed that out to you. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if it's a soul gem. Okay, I was gonna say, look, I wasn't sure the significance of that. It wasn't yeah. Yeah, it could be. It'd it be. could be. It would make sense. It'd be a way to have yeah. another fucking infinity gem. Yeah. Should <laughs> create some drama later when Thanos is trying to get the gems. Oh yeah, trying Fuck to rip guy. it off of Vision's head. Yeah. <laughs> Just ripping apart Vision. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, it's interesting that they're keeping Vision so close to the chest. I think that has to do with them. I mean, it, it's kind of obvious to people like you and me yeah. that. It's probably Jarvis that's going to be Vision. Yeah. So I think they're trying to like keep that from the general public so that it's more of a surprise. Yeah. 
to you know people like, who haven't read a lot yeah, of Joe Marvel Schmo. comics. I mean, it's not even like a Marvel comics thing. It's just more like a, a movie universe thing. Yeah, Paul Bettany does the voice of Jarvis, so Paul Bettany playing Vision kind of implies yeah. <laughs> that they couldn't pay another actor because Robert Downey Jr. asked for too much fucking money so they couldn't get another actor. You know, he, he didn't watch any of, of the movies. Paul Bettany did it until he got cast as Vision. He had never watched <laughs> I refuse to accept my position as a fucking voice voiceover actor. butler. <laughs> It was probably like a day's work for him to walk in and be like, I'm sorry, sir, but you yeah. can't drink right now. You know what? He did ten lines, and they just used the same ten lines every time I end on screen. So, um, yeah, the Avengers trailer. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but the annoying thing about it was that... I bought my ticket. You need to buy your ticket. We're doing the double feature on April 30th at Trader's Point. It's the only theater doing it on IMAX. The double feature. Yeah. Okay. April 30th? Yeah. yeah, because after the trailer, you know, premieres, you know, it, it, we, David and I start both looking. Tickets on sale now. It says that in the end of the trailer. I guess I didn't even catch yeah. that. Um, anyway, so yeah, David looks up on Fandango. It's like, hey, they're doing a double feature. They're not doing a marathon. I'm like, oh, okay. I look, and there's a listing on Fandango for an Ultimate Marvel movie marathon. Which is a bit ridiculous, to well, be fair. Well, yeah, yeah, so... I refuse that. Well... There's all all the movies. Yeah, I know. I, I, I like all of the movies, but I would refuse to do that. Well, yeah, uh, I've been I thinking... I, I've been thinking logically, the thing to do would be, like, start with the Avengers and then go through the next set of movies up to that. Avengers 2. yeah. Like the first one, you know that makes sense. Yeah, the same amount of movies. Phase two. Right. Yeah, yeah, I figured that's what we, they'd be doing. So instead, we get a double feature that's being shown essentially everywhere, and then this Ultimate Marvel movie marathon thing oh. of eleven movies. Isn't isn't Ant Man technically the end of Phase Two? Maybe they'll do a Phase Two marathon with Ant Man. I thought it was like the beginning of Phase Three, right? I'm pretty sure it's the end of Phase Two. Why is he the end of Phase I don't Two? Know, that's but stupid. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, th- those are the two options. And uh, yeah, and at first, because we, we don't see any theaters listed on a Fandango in at least like a 250 mile radius, we think that the theaters haven't been announced yet. And I'm on the fence. I'm like, well, that's a bit much. Uh, but I figure out what the schedule is, and I'm like, we could sleep during Thor and Cap the first time through. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even Iron Man 2. But, uh, so... The thought- you were trying to strategize about when you could sleep in a movie theater so that you could watch more than one day of feature-length films. That right there tells you that is a bad idea. But then I get pissed off finding out that AMC is only showing like four of these countrywide. New York, LA, Orlando, and Kansas City. Um, and I got pissed. A part of me was like, Kind of ridiculously pissed about this, David. To be fair, well, it's yeah, like like right. You guys need to write letters to AMC. <laughs> I, I did, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> but because it was just like I at I least kind of relieved because I probably <laughs> ended up doing it. I was kind of. I relieved, at least but... wanted the option. <laughs> so I, the option is three hundred dollars like... on fucking one day of my life. I didn't want the choice taken away from me, especially since it didn't make any sense. Because, yeah. I mean, that first, the first marathon with the Avengers... It was fun. I had a good day. And it sold out a month ahead of Vance. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they made money off of it. They yeah. had to have fucking made money yeah. off of it. Why they're not doing it this time, it just makes no 
business sense. Yeah. So yeah, I called up the theater yeah, and I, I was like, take the four days before to watch them all. <laughs> but yeah, so I called up the theater. They told me they didn't have anything to do with the decision. I'm like, okay, give me a number in which I could, you know, actually file a complaint. I called, filed the complaint, and then I sent in a letter through their website saying I was incredibly disappointed with their decision. And then I found out that it wasn't AMC's decision. It was Disney's decision. Because actually replied to you. Yeah, AMC <laughs> replied to me like a couple hours later, which I thought was kind of nice of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that uh, uh, it was Disney's decision to only do it in ten locations. And AMC got four of the slots. Regal got another four. And there's a mystery. Well, I guess it could be somewhere. Yeah, there's a mystery, too, that I don't know where they're at. Um, not here. Yeah, not here. Not in Chicago. So, yeah, I was just... Which is that, weird. Do you think Chicago would get it? I think there's one in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, Milwaukee. What? In Milwaukee. I mean, not, nothing against Wisconsin, but why would that, Why would they get it over Chicago? It's the second largest city in the country. Right? I don't know. Yeah, it was a part of... I was just like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. At least do a Phase 2 marathon. Yeah. Starting with the Avengers. Look... <laughs> just let's go watch the two Avengers movies together. Yeah. yeah. And then when you buy the uh, box set or briefcase, whatever the fuck it is for <laughs> Phase 2, then we can have a three-day marathon. We have a three-day marathon, and we can watch all those movies in reasonable <laughs> like reasonable quantities. <laughs> reasonable with quantities. rest in between. We can even have discourse about the films and how they, like <laughs> how the storyline progresses. This, that would be an interesting thing to do. Once Avengers comes out, on DVD, we sit, we like do this, take three days, record after every other movie. I think that'd be interesting. What if we record just during the movies? During the movie, yeah, <laughs> do, a, do an audio commentary of the future Marvel Universe. Movie would have to be on mute with some good uh, subtitling. With some, yeah, we can't like. I, I don't want to be able to read it. I don't have to read it and then uh, also yeah. speak at the same time because you're going to get confused. Is there any way we could headphones? like yeah headphones or where? Well, we could do headphones or we could just wear lavaliers. Where do you think that would cut out the? I don't think it would cut out the mm. movie audio. Mm. What if we kept it like really quiet? That could work too. You might hear me masturbating in the background if you turn the volume but down too the much. The thing is, if we, mm, Chris, people man. might people might want to like line it up with the movie though. Yeah, it could be annoying if they hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on both. Mm. That could be fun though. That could be a lot of fun to do. <laughs> do commentary. Do commentary for the Marvel Universe movies. God. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I'm actually all for this. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> we just, just have to plan out a weekend. We just got to worry about the technical bits of it. I mean, doesn't that like cut off like an hour and a half? Yeah. So we, we just record it uh, on a different platform and then import it, it for editing. Export it longer than an hour and a half. Well, what if you I'll just try and figure that out. It might go longer. I'm sure it goes longer. Okay. I just have to actually like mess with it and try and figure it out. Alright. That'd be uh, that'd be fun. I'm all for that. Look, now we're at thirty five minutes. <laughs> what's what's the uh, next thing on our list of topics of discussion? We need to talk about uh Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, there's more a Marvel. new Daredevil trailer. Saw some more Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, actually well we actually yeah, 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 yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I like how he's narrating the trailer. Yeah, I I really <laughs> like him as the choice for Kingpin and yeah. you know, because you say that I'll I'll just say this. When it first started, and he was talking about how he was going to make it better, I was like, "That's weird." Daredevil. That guy sounds like Daredevil. Like mm-hmm. what? Like what he's saying sounds like Daredevil, 
but I see that he's playing the villain. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. was kind of confused. Yeah, the the creators have said that they're 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 looking forward uh, to examining sort of the gray side of everything. But, like the difference between superhero and supervillain, and like the the motivations for those characters. Yeah, because like apparently Kingpin isn't like just straight up dickhole. He's trying to make Hell's Kitchen better in a different manner than like Matt Murdock is. So they're sort of the the the. They both kill people. Well, Matt doesn't kill people. Beats the shit out of him. How does he know when he has killed them or not when he can't <laughs> fucking see? He hears their heartbeat. Oh. Yeah, it's valid points. <laughs> it's now unlike our other Marvel heroes who kill people. <laughs> Dude, I got no problems with murder. Tony Stark. This is something a lot of people don't talk about. Tony Stark snaps in that fucking cave. <laughs> <laughs> he goes from not ever killing anyone to killing a shit ton of people. Right. Well, I mean, he's uh, fucking held there and slightly, probably mentally tortured in some manner. Well, for sure. He got a fucking car battery to his chest. <laughs> right? But I, I feel like that should have been, like, at least brought up. Like, him dealing with, okay, I just became a fucking murderer. I just murderer. I slaughtered. And they might, okay, they weren't good. They weren't well, no, good because people, Pepper needed to play Operation on his chest. <laughs> Operation! <laughs> um... So yeah, the Daredevil trailer was you know fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I really look I, like. I'm probably more excited about the Kingpin than I am about Daredevil. <laughs> is, is that partially because we haven't seen the Daredevil costume? We did see the Daredevil costume. Well, okay, yeah, he, he's in his like pre before he, yeah, he costume. right. Which, which, like I said to you, I, I like the choice uh, of wearing a mask that has no eye holes. Mm. I, I think that's interesting because it's. To us, it's it's something new that we haven't seen for the character, but for, say, for a character within that story, that's kind of telltale. Oh, this guy doesn't need to see. Maybe he's blind. Mm. Let's run down the list of blind guys who know martial arts and figure <laughs> out who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> but, I, I don't know, I kind of thought that was neat, seeing, yeah. seeing that uh, prototype costume. Yeah, mm. I agree. Uh, as long as we don't get the, the Affleck costume. Affleck costume wasn't bad. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was far from the, the worst thing about that movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, re-watching it, they had way too many comic book references. For comic book fans, mm-hmm. like, every character is named after a, a creator. Uh, yeah. And I'm just like, that really takes me out of this now. <laughs> I can't take this seriously. I was like... <laughs> I'm like, I know every one of these. I'm like, God damn it, guys. Cut it, tone it down a bit. Tone it down. Um, another trailer we watched before we started recording was the one for Tomorrowland. Looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, we definitely saw a lot more than we previously had. Yeah, I can't... Like, when I saw the first two trailers for that movie, I was not interested at all, yeah. to be honest. I was just like, okay, George Clooney... By, by Brad Bird. Yeah. What had me interested. I was, like, I was like, George Clooney's in this movie, but it seems like no one has any role to play, because they just Is played it so close to the guy? chest. I don't know if he's... I don't think he's the bad guy. It seems like yeah, he's the protagonist in the story. House is the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think... I, well, it I seems like that latest trailer, he's kind of... It seems like he's the protagonist... Who see like sees an altruistic future? He's like, oh, well, we can save the world, and this little girl's the answer. Yeah. And Hugh Laurie is saying, well, we tried to save the world, but this is how it turned out. So let's just let's just live in this 
alternate reality. Remember when he was a comedian? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bits of Fry and Lori on Netflix. Check it out. It's him and Stephen Fry doing sketch comedy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pretty good. I didn't, pretty watch, good. I didn't even watch House because, frankly, I didn't, didn't care for the show. Yeah, before House, he was a comedic actor. Uh, well. But, um, I have to say the one thing that kind of annoyed me about the trailer is, like, just logically, a part of me is like, how the hell is the girl going to save the future? Like, I'm a little annoyed at the, I don't know, the, 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 the Messiah figure aspect of it, where you're kind of like, she's meant to be a savior of some kind. You're kind of like, really? We don't know anything about that character. That's that's one thing that they didn't reveal, was a no information shit. about that character. We got a lot about, uh, we got a lot about uh, what tomorrow, is Tomorrowland, mm. what, like, what's happening in the world, where, what time period this is set in, but we don't know anything about her character. At all, and we we got George Clooney's character figured out. We got uh, we got Hugh Laurie's character figured out. Nothing about her, so I, I don't know. It, it really it, it enticed me to want to see that movie. Whereas the first trailer made me think I got better uses for my time. Yeah, I, uh, I like the first trailer because I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was pretty I much like the, the, the minimum list, like the the, the pin scene of yeah. her like picking it up and putting it down, just like going the back and forth and the, the way they edited work? it together. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Like, it was interesting seeing her, like, in the truck, moving. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty I, neat. <laughs> I, I'm wondering how much of that's going to, like, I don't know. I don't know if she's, how that's going to continue throughout the movie. <laughs> I, I got the feeling that's just, like, a well, like, once or twice kind of special effect thing yeah, that they're sure. going to do, and then after that it's going to be all either all in Tomorrowland or all in yeah, our, they, our world. I'm assuming that rocket they're launching oh, yeah. off in. The, the physical transportation thing so that like instead of being in a car in the real world and just seeing Tomorrowland and moving through the air she, that way she can sort of probably more physically affect the, the yeah the real world gotcha. yeah. or our world not real well, world but our world as long as she doesn't go into the far future but it's the past and starts playing with physics I'm all good <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going with that, buddy. Interception. Interception? Yeah. Interception. <laughs> Interstellar. <laughs> okay. Football season is in three more months. Hold on, buddy. Hold on. I, I thought you were saying Inception at first. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is Inception? Have, Completely unrelated note, I gotta ask you guys. Have you watched the film Predestination yet? No. Because I haven't seen it, but I've been told by multiple people that I need to watch it. I haven't even heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. It is, uh... Well, no, I don't want to tell you anything about it. Just go find it. Go track it down and steal it from the internet. Predestination. Okay. I redboxed three movies over the weekend. What's that? I watched Foxcatcher. That's a weird movie. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know why it was nominated for Best Picture. I don't know anything about it that wasn't. movie. I thought it was. No, it got a shit ton of acting noms, but it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Oh, I thought it was. No, maybe its director got nominated for, for Best Picture. Maybe. But I really don't think it got nominated for Best Picture. Oh. Yeah, because it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I thought it was. Um, it was weird. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Was but just... yeah, would you was... watch it again? No. I'm glad I watched it, though. Yeah, it's just like... What was my thing? I, I, I finished it, and I was like, I don't know why you exist. 
Well, I wish I would have spent more time afterwards because I guess that's when it gets super interesting. Well, yeah, because like they he holds up in his mansion with his fucking crazy ass amount of weapons. Yeah. But they didn't do that at all. They just jumped to him being captured. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a weird movie. What else did you watched? Um, Dracula Untold. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It wasn't anything. I feel like if you translate that from one David to another, that would be me going. It's Ugh. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching Resident Evil. Luke, well, Dominic Cooper was uh, the Persian king in it. Okay. Which, why? Not that he did a bad job, but he's yeah, not Persian. He's not Persian. <laughs> no, I was going to say um, the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> which I mean, I like Dominic Cooper and whatever, but. Just didn't quite suit him. Which, yeah. speaking of which, I told David uh, he needs to watch it. Uh, he plays Ian Fleming on uh, oh, yeah. Man Who Would Be Bond. Right. It's on Netflix. Check okay. it out. It's four episodes. Great four, four episodes. Um, and then, well, Dracula, you know, they kind of, they kind of. I'm sure you guys saw the trailers. They take the the real life story of Vlad the Impaler and add it to the Dracula mythos. Mm-hmm. Um, has two Game of Thrones actors in it. Uh, Reckon Stark. The little, mm. oh, the yeah. little one. <laughs> okay. And, uh, 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 shit. Shit. Male or female character? Uh, Papa Lannister. Oh, he plays Dracula, doesn't he? Or okay. the, the guy who... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tywin. Yeah, Tywin. Yeah, Tywin. Yeah. I don't know why I can remember that. Yeah. Uh, He's Papa in it. Yeah. Papa. Papa dickhead. <laughs> Papa down on the toilet. <laughs> uh, the cast was great. You know, well played, <laughs> sir. That's one that's a, like thing about the movie. The cast was really good. Yeah. Good performances. Some of the battle sequences were just so fucking over the top. Like, if they would have downplayed it a little bit, mm-hmm. made it less underworld and more, like, like Lord of the Rings, it could have been awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm actually interested to see the next movie that's not going to happen because it ends on a, an interesting cliffhanger. But it didn't make money. But it didn't make really. money, so it's not going to happen. I was like, I'd rather see this movie now instead of watching that again. I feel as if that was meant to be the beginning of, like, Universal trying to do, like, a monster cinematic universe. universe. What did you think of the fucking Ghostbuster thing? Uh, that they're doing another male-oriented team? Yeah. What happened? I thought it was going to be a female. They are. They are. a universe. Yeah, so they're going to do the female team, they're going to do the male team. I'm over it. That is just retarded. They lost me. That is somebody trying to replace the fact that they can't do a Spider-Man cinematic universe now and trying to figure out, oh, we wouldn't do a Ghostbusters. He's like, just fucking do the one movie. Yeah. Or, I'm you know, it. do a, a male and Damn. female team. Yeah, why you gotta segregate? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the idea of Channing Tatum being in fucking Ghostbusters is quite awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think it was Chris Pratt. I think yeah. it was like him and... Chris, or Chris Pratt and Channing Tatum as Ghostbusters. Thank you. Yes, I'll take that movie. Well, yeah. Was, I don't like I, Channing Tatum at all. Have you seen 21 Jump yeah, Street? Seen I've Jump seen 21 Street? and 22 Jump Street. Oh, I watched know. Magic Mike. <laughs> I saw bits and pieces of uh, the Contag- Contagion. Is that the one? No, not Contagion. What's the one he's in? Side Effects. That's what it's called. 
the like drama he did about he was all right in Foxcatcher. Yeah, I didn't see Foxcatcher. I, I, I think I think he's actually a pretty good actor. I mean, I yeah, I used to not. Him. I, yeah. I used to not like him either. But Until like 20, 20, 21 Jump Street. Yeah, just, I just still don't care for him. I'm, um, I'm just gonna say it. I like him in comedy. He does well in comedy. Yeah. Uh, and then I also watched uh, Horrible Bosses too. And didn't see right. that one. So we wouldn't like it. Well, okay, it's it's better than Hot Tub Time Machine too. <laughs> If you're comparing it from a great first movie yeah. to a sequel, mm-hmm. it's better than it. It's okay. better than Hot Tub Time. Time okay. It doesn't quite hit the marks of the first one, but mm-hmm. I, I like it. But it, it made I, some money. Yeah. I, I thought it was a Jews that run Hollywood. Uh, what? I'll say it out loud. I know you guys are afraid, but... Uh, Captain Kirk was good in it. He's Chris the main Pine. bad guy. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Chris Pine... I, uh, there was an interesting rumor that popped up on the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, Green Lantern. Yeah. The, the, really? Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I can see him playing now. Yeah. Yeah, but... I heard that, and I was just like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, got, I got no qualms with it, He's but... He's got another franchise that I want them to focus on. Yeah, that's the thing. At the same time, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I got no qualms with him. He's a great actor. He could play that role, but... Mm-hmm. Do you want the same guy trying to play the like the multiple hero roles for movie franchises that potentially could go on for three or four more movies? I mean, you, you, if you if he does a better job than Ryan Reynolds, well, yes. How could he? Not, <laughs> how, could, how, could, how could he not do a better job than Ryan Reynolds? But you know, like with Star Trek, he's done such a fantastic job with the first two films mm-hmm. that. You kind of like David says. You kind of want him to focus on on that and continue to put out quality Star Trek films, so that we can continue to have. Kind of like good... Robert Downey waiting to do another Sherlock. Yeah, we we kind of want to wait. You know, we want to have him play this role that he's so good at, and, and let, let him take the time <laughs> to to work on these films that are blockbuster, like just huge cinematic events. It, you split him between two. Can he really deliver the same performance? Doing both characters in say in the same year or year and a half period. That's a that's a lot of work. It is you know? a, lot, I, a lot of work. I I would just think you mm. want you want somebody else to play that character who's e- like got equally good at chops in, in terms of acting. Maybe you go for a no name, and you try and re- like reinvent the character. With, I still think like someone actor. like Bradley Cooper would be a great Hal Jordan. But I wonder if he'd be able to do it if. You know, he's Roger Raccoon now. Yeah, you know? but that's voice acting only. That doesn't yeah, take that as much. That might be a contractor role. That, yeah, like Marvel. Marvel vs. DC? Yeah. That could be. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd, uh, before all this, Bradley Cooper's Hell probably would have been really cool. But That's why I say take a no name. I, I think one thing that we've learned from, from the big superhero movies thus far is that they are perfect engines for taking no name actors... And turning them into these massive celebrities, like you know, household recognized names. Yeah, I mean, Chris Hemsworth. Why don't you? Why Why not give somebody else that opportunity? Build the brand around them, mm-hmm. and then Super you know, they, if you get them when they when they're lowly commercial commercial actors or, or you know, well, whatever. Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy. Yeah, Chris Chris Pratt. Pratt. yeah, you, you yeah. get them when they're not when they're not big Hollywood actors. Mm-hmm. You can negotiate a uh, smaller contract, you know, smaller dollar dollar amount contract, and you can get them for more for more films mm-hmm. for a lo- uh, more extended contracts. I, I think that's the way to go in terms of these mm-hmm. big 
blockbuster superhero films because yeah. it, they're all looking to make sequels. Uh, yeah, that kind of makes me wonder what the contract is for uh, Star Trek. Like, how many films do you think they signed these guys on for? I would assume for at least a trilogy. Yeah. That, it seems to be the standard thing. They yeah. have the actors down for the, at least three movies. Yeah. Uh, unless you're Marvel, and then you just get everybody on for like as many as you can. <laughs> for a life, for as many as you they, can. They all signed a contract that says they will make Marvel films until they die. <laughs> I don't know if you guys except, saw that. Except for Chris Evans, only has two more movies. Yeah, well, he's he's super indie. So he's super yeah. indie. <laughs> He's special. Um, I was just talking about Chris Evans. Kind of makes me want to watch Snowpiercer. (laughs) I so many times made reference to that movie while I was sitting on a plane for 13 hours. I was thinking to myself, oh my god, if I have to eat someone, who's going to be the one I'm going to eat first? I'm like looking around the plane. Who has a baby? Who has has the juiciest meat? Speaking of which, uh, I know you use my my Flickster account. Or my Voodoo account, I mean. Yes. Uh, I should have some new things on there for you. Oh, yeah? I will have uh, Mockingjay Part 1. I've uh, seen that. Yeah, I know, but... Sure I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> oh, really? I, I didn't dislike it. I won't I won't say I disliked it, but... Yeah, I like... I'd probably watch it again in, like, a marathon situation. Yeah. But I don't think, like, I would sit down to watch it. Yeah, the I, char- I watched it again. I mean, I own the first two, so I picked it up Katniss's character development got to where she was so whiny. I was just like, "You're Fran Drescher. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> you just sound like Fran Drescher, man, all the time. This isn't right. This isn't right, President. Why are you doing this? It's so bad. Wait, you're gonna burn with us. Yeah, it was super whiny, man. Super whiny. Okay, that one I haven't seen and I want to see. So it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one I'm interested in. Whiplash? I watched Whiplash. I saw Whiplash on the plane ride to China. Fantastic. You can't, you can't look like him. That's an insult. Um, but, uh, it's the hair. It's the hair. But, uh, yeah, that's a fucking great movie. Isn't it? I, I was very impressed from a, not just from a theatrical standpoint, but from, like, uh, from capturing that that part of the of, of culture, like understanding what it, what drives a jazz musician, what what makes a, a really good jazz musician. That beca- because the the market for jazz music in America or in the entire world is so small, mm-hmm. you know these there are there are people fighting almost like I mean you could almost say there are people fighting to the death to to be the next big thing in jazz music. To, to be the guy, the, like the drummer or the bass player who gets world recognition, that is a big deal because it's such a small market. Mm-hmm. So you have to win over those couple million people that listen to jazz regularly. And it, I just, it, there was that. Plus, it was it was very inspirational. I, I remember when we talked about it uh, on the podcast before briefly. You had said how the the film was really about like. Showing what it takes to realize your dream, showing what it takes, what to you have to sacrifice, perfection. yeah, to achieve perfection, and that was perfectly said. That after after that movie ended, it it so abruptly, yeah. I was just like, wow, this kid was willing to sacrifice everything, including his own life, just to be the best jazz percussionist, jazz drummer. I want you to say drummer, not percussionist. Best jazz drummer. Of his generation, he would have given anything, including his own life. And well, 
it's kind of an early, me and Andrew were talking about it last week. We both mentioned, well... Andrew had some complaints about it. Really? Well, like, he, he, he thought... Jazz some, is fluid and improv, like, you can improv in jazz. And yeah, well, it, I it's mean... It's not as yeah. precise. I think it depends... It, de- it depends on what instrument you're playing. Yeah. That's the thing. But like, we, but we also mentioned like the movie is almost sort of dark to a certain degree because yeah, it is about that guy you know achieving perfection in his art, but also at the same time at the sacrifice of having what people would consider like to be a normal relationships, life. Yeah. a normal life. And it seems as if he's sort of potentially learned that sort of lesson as he's walking off, and he hugs his father and stuff. But then he co- he goes back for it. He goes back for it. To, to welcome that, you know, more, potentially, like, more shame, potentially more abuse, and he delivers that great moment, and then it ends. Like, you, he, he sees that smile from the teacher that we don't get to see, and, but that's, it, it, it's like a weird thing of, he did it, he achieved it, now what? What does he do now? Does he ever actually achieve that again does he ever get close well, to it does it i, I know it, it's that that's why i sort of like this the the the, the way that the i mean is cut off yeah. the the the, the to a certain degree is left to you to think about like, see i didn't know how is... to feel about it until we talked about it <laughs> i think it was like something that i feel like i had to discuss right. mm-hmm. in order to get a meaning out of yes yeah, yeah i i think what what they were getting <laughs> at is that uh, today in jazz music you can, I mean, you can be a great solo artist. Yeah. You know, you, you can you can conduct a big band and and be a superstar. But where where this kid was trying to go, to be uh, an A plus jazz drummer, that basically what that means is that you're going to either you're going to either lead a small band or you're going to be a studio musician. Mm-hmm. So you're going to you're going to work for one of the major jazz recording labels or network television like there there's a lot of avenues to take it, but you're going to you're going to play music every day. It's going to be different music that you've never seen before and it's a it's a constant challenge to to sight read this music, to to perfect it in minutes time and to play on live television or to play on someone else's album, play a song that you've played one or two times before, and and it's all about you know being able to understand the craft and and push yourself to be so good that you can play any song without any preparation and and deliver a quality performance. And that in the case of the in the case of the main character in the movie, that meant, I mean that meant like sacrificing his well being. The sacrificing the what what seemed like the first uh, relation romantic relationship he had ever had, mm-hmm. sacrificing the approval of his family, sacrificing the approval of the the guy who was there to teach him to how to be that great. You know, he was willing to give that. He was willing to give every single thing that he had, or that that might have meant something to him, just so that he could be that next great. Jazz drummer, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, when when the movie ended, I, I didn't give it that much thought. I'll be honest, but I was in the middle of a thirteen hour plane ride, so <laughs> my, uh, you know, it's something that sticks with you. It's a movie that just sticks with you. Yeah, I, I mean, even even to this point, a, a month later, after only seeing it once, yeah. I can still remember every scene of that movie, just yeah. about like 
from from start to finish, and that the 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 guy the young guy who plays the main character he he's also Reed Richards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna say he's he's uh, in the new Fantastic Four, and I think he was in the uh, the Divergent series. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I think that that was like his breakout role, kind of. That was that was mm. what put him on the. No, I don't. I wouldn't call that his breakout role. Um, he did a, a indie flick. Um, I think it was probably a couple of years ago at this point, called The Spectacular Now with oh, Shilling okay. Woodley. Yeah, I, I didn't um, see that one. He he's pretty good in that. It's you know, about him. He's like a senior in high school. He has absolutely no idea what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he tries to make up for that you know, lack of confidence in the future by pretty much just drinking through his senior year of high school <laughs> party. It is, I don't know, it, it's a fun role, and he, he does a pretty good job of humanizing what could be a, a character. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Um, like after watching Whiplash, I had a bit more faith in faith in the Fantastic Four. <laughs> it's a great. I mean, he. he he does a spectacular job, and I would I would like to see that movie a second or third time. Yeah, I would love second to and it. third time rather. Uh, <laughs> I haven't found it. I, I haven't looked too hard, but when I'm out, I've been at Walmart and haven't been able to find it on Blu-ray. Or I'll pick it up. Mm. That's why you need the uh, Chinese video services that I'm well, using. I, I like owning owning mm. my movies. The soundtrack yeah. is on uh, Spotify. Oh, nice! They even have the like the full track of the end too. Oh, nice! So you hear the whole drum solo and like Sweet. listening to it again, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, it just goes on for it's like <laughs> ten fucking minutes. It's like it's a nine minute track, like from beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like, yeah, that is awesome to hear. That's I've awesome. seen live performances where they do drum solos that long, uh-huh. and invariably, the drummer always breaks a drumstick. <laughs> and, and usually cramps up. Uh-huh. It's like I mean, for for anyone to be able to do something like that, yeah. it's. Do we know if he was actually playing? I, um, I don't know that. That's a good question. I would guess not, because some of this stuff was very technically difficult. Well, I feel as if there had to have been like some shots where we saw him actually like doing the yeah, or, timing on yeah. the. Yeah, but that's all. I mean, that's acting. Yeah. Anybody who's got any competency in terms of under, like hearing and understanding rhythms mm-hmm. could probably mimic something like that. But the, uh, for the in, in terms of having the uh, the endurance to play something that long yeah. or to fake something that of that length. That's well, I'm not saying lot. they like did it all in one take. Or yeah, anything, they probably but, didn't do all of that. In one yeah, take. but probably got why I got an Oscar for like sound mixing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be tough. That's all I know. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, we watched a trailer for Inside Out, the new Pixar movie coming. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Hey, now was it the one that was delayed? Or was it the one that was supposed no? To come the Good Dinosaur year? was so the one coming out in November. Was yeah, this was coming out last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it looked fun. I think my favorite bit was the line about San Francisco ruining pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Louis mad. Black is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I like Louis Black. <laughs> I was surprised that he was in that movie. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of his stand-up, but I like him when he does, like, voices. And, and when he's in movies, I, I like him. But. See, I, I like his stand-up, and I also agree with that, that I like I like his film work as well. Mm. Uh, can, speaking of Pixar, I'm sorry, did you hear about the plot for Toy Story 4? There's another Toy Story film? Yeah, I'm boycotting. Story. Start, stop, I'm boycotting right now. Well, I'm over it. Yeah, they, they said they're making it more like a romantic comedy. Like a standalone romantic comedy. The last one almost made me cry. Why are they going to do another one? Well, like, I, I guess uh, part of the way they're creatively justifying it is that it's not meant to Justify. be... 
like a part of that original trilogy where it's about you know children and toys. It's, they're going for some other different angle with it yeah. that hasn't been really defined. Oh, it makes not, me wonder if even the original toys are going to be in it again. Yeah, well, I don't probably. See it. That would be interesting if they just went with a new cast. Yeah. But uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, like the, the, they're they're saying that that original trilogy is meant to just be thematically on their own. Yeah. This okay. the fourth one isn't really meant to be a part of that. So I don't I, know, we'll I, see. I am not interested even remotely. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I don't care what they put out <laughs> if it doesn't. <laughs> They ended, they ended the trilogy so perfectly. Exactly, yeah. and that's where I wanted it to end. Yeah. After that, I was like, wow, this it, it encapsulated you. childhood. Yeah. Yes, it encapsulated my youth. I don't need any more of this. <laughs> Let me go home and cry into my fucking pillowcase. That was, that was be a done rough couple it. years there. Harry Potter ended, Toy Story ended, Smallville ended. It's like, it's like everything that I... That's the same thing. Yeah, but it's something that I watched for ten years. Like, it was, you know, it's like all the stuff, all the movies came to an end right around the same time. Yeah. I was like, this is rough. Oh, uh, fuck. Because uh, I stuck with Smallville for ten years. <laughs> ten. That's the longest relationship I've ever heard of. <laughs> right? For something well, so because crappy. Your parents, because your parents have been together for a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> Seventeen, almost eighteen years. But they didn't have Wait. any... What? What? My what? parent? You're talking about my parents? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're older than seventeen. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> Whoa, twenty-eight years. There you go. Twenty <laughs> years off there, buddy. My math is not good right now. I don't even think twenty-eight's correct. If it's eighty-seven, isn't it two thousand fifteen? Well, that would be. It would be their twenty-eighth anniversary. Carrie is turning twenty-seven in October. I'm twenty-five. We turned twenty-seven in July. Oh, is she already twenty-seven? You don't even know how old your girlfriend is, and you're questioning <laughs> my arithmetic? Well, it's just, God, once we get to these upper 20s, I just start... For, get, trying to forget? I start, like, not giving a shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I just keep getting older, guys. I don't know what I day of the week it is. No, I... I guess we should move on to the next thing. <laughs> I don't um, want to talk about Toy Story anymore. Right. Uh, let's see... Did you hear about the Uncharted delay? No, I didn't. It, it got delayed the spring 2016. Oh, well. Yeah. They got programming errors or what? Well, uh, they said that the game is a, a lot more ambitious than we thought it was going to be. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, we prepared for something that our programmers couldn't handle. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> wow, that's insane. That's awesome. But... So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that, like, unlike uh, Assassin's Creed, where they'll shove shit out with a shit ton yeah. of bugs. Yeah. yeah, they'll be, you know, they're like, no, we're gonna wait and make yeah. sure this is. Dude, Ubisoft <laughs> had no excuses about Unity. They have been developing the game a lot longer than they had the other ones. No. Uh, they had no excuses for the launch. <laughs> but, uh. Failure to launch. Yeah, kind of. So, yeah, did you hear about Batman's. The, it got rated M, and apparently, like, there, there was a description uh, uh, published by the ESRB. Why? Yeah. And apparently, like, the big thing is that there's some point you take control of a character and start killing people. Huh. Yes. So, that, huh. that was, I guess that was the thing that pushed it over the edge into an M rating. So, I'm assuming you take control of, like, the Arkham Knight. Probably. Kill one person and they gotta change the rating of the video game. <laughs> what the well, hell? evidently, Arkham City was pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Okay. I just heard a little feedback. But I think we're all right. Yeah, we're fine. All right. 
There's a little static one, not too bad. You're fine. You're fine. I, yeah. I don't know. How, how do you feel about them taking Batman to... Oh, I hear it now. How do you feel about them taking Batman to such a dark place? I mean, the, the, I think the character is meant to go and like delve into some really dark Batman can stuff. get darker than what I like other characters to. I, my limit for how dark a Batman story can get is pretty fucking dark. And right. you'll still support the character? Yeah. Okay. Well, because Batman doesn't cross that line. Batman, as, no matter how dark the story gets, Batman doesn't. As yeah. the character, he won't cross a line as the character. Okay. You know, if it was, if you go and take Batman out and put Spider-Man in, it just wouldn't fucking work. Yeah, just well. wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man's a pussy in comparison, let's be real. I mean, he still can't cross that same line, but yeah, I think you're right where he, he can't really deal with as dark as shit as Batman yeah. can. Yeah, they have the same morals, mm-hmm. but they... You can take Batman to a full another level than you can Spider-Man, so. But, uh, let's see what else. David read earlier, Disney, in preparation for the release of uh, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens this December, they're going to release 20 books (laughs) to fill in the space between Return of the Jedi and, uh, the Force Awakens. Now, to be fair, like the twenty books, they aren't just like novels. Yeah, it's spread across like adult novels, some uh, uh, young uh, young adult fiction, and some comic books by Marvel. Um, so it's it's multiple storylines that would fill in the gaps, mm-hmm. depending on what your age group, like what your age is, and and your reading level, I suppose, yeah, and yeah. determine what what storyline you get to to lead you into the next. Mm-hmm. Trilogy of Star Wars films. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now the thing I have an issue with, like, of course they were gonna do this, so it's not like I don't. Of course they're uh, gonna make money. Well, yeah, it's just I don't, I don't like the them putting that stuff out before the movie comes out. You think you might give away too much? Well, I just like the idea of you being, don't have to read it. Well, well, yeah, but I just. But knowing you, you probably read all, all of them. You might read all twenty. <laughs> all of them. Well, no, it's just like I, I like the idea of being able to walk into that movie just completely fresh, fresh. and clean, yeah. and not not knowing anything, yeah. and, and being able to like see Which a Star you, Wars movie for the first time like that. Yeah. But it probably won't happen because, especially if you consider it's coming out around Christmas time, they're going to have a shit ton of toys. Boy. I was actually surprised that when I started to think about it, like <clears throat> Toy Fair. Wasn't that like a couple weeks back? Yeah. Yes. Nothing, Nothing for the for the new Star Wars. Movie. You know what the the best selling toys that that were? Uh, a robot dinosaur that chews on bones, and a uh, a pretty much like a what what did they call that? Not the Legos. It the the metal the like the metal pieces that you put together. Connects. Connects. It was it was a connect set for specifically for girls. Hmm. Those were like the best selling toys at that. Well, well you know, it kind of makes sense that Star Wars would focus on Rebels right now. Yeah. You know, Rebels just wrapped up its first season. It makes sense that they would kind of push those toys over Force Awakens toys. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like, even last year, I feel as if there were some things for the Avengers that were shown. Yeah. But, like, this, they're not even, like, there's no Star Wars info at all. I, which I respect. <laughs> and I, and I, and I think that's really like, Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we'll probably get a trailer with the Avengers? I or is that Ooh. still too early? 
No, what's it? Well, what's the right. the uh, anticipated release date? December. Yeah, it's gonna be in December fifteenth. We already got a trailer. Uh, like yeah, a that, year I, I'd before. have to agree. That doesn't sound like it's. That sounds like yeah, about the right it time. Sounds like about the right time. Okay. And and that's a movie that they know will draw in an audience so large. Gave us that first teaser of Star or uh, Star Trek like a year before. Okay, the first one. Mm-hmm. There's no conflict between like with him doing Star Trek and Star Wars. Well, he's not directing the next Star Trek. Yeah, he's just a producer. Well, he, did, well, he just did two Star two Star Trek films, and now it's okay for him to jump ship. Well, to be fair, he did two Star Wars films and then did Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, the books. I mean, I'll be interested to see what happened. Like uh, the uh, the biggest thing was uh, Greg Rucka doing a Han Solo book. Yeah, sounded pretty awesome to me. me. Yeah, they listed some other authors, but I wasn't really too familiar with them. But yeah, um, yeah it's gonna be weird trying to uh, erase from my memory of, about Chewbacca getting hit by a moon. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since we saw Chewbacca in the Starbucks once. No, I met him before then too. That was my one time <laughs> seeing him standing in front of Starbucks. He was mean to Andrew. I don't. I don't want an interview. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm waiting for my macchiato. Wait, what if you went up and asked him for an interview? Andrew, Andrew did. He was in line in the Starbucks in the. Convention Center, and he was I just not very polite about it. Just yeah, Andrew just wanted one for the for his newspaper. And yeah, when he was working for the the Indiana University yeah. paper. No, <laughs> funny. Yeah, um, he was kind of mean about it. Yeah. Granted, it was like nine in the morning, and he was trying to get his coffee. <laughs> Fuck coffee. That's why. I'll show you guys next week, but I have uh, I've given up the coffee. I know, big surprise. Holy I shit. have a handcrafted teapot and tea set, and a uh, and a travel tea mug, oh, and wow. like two pounds of loose leaf tea. So wow. we will get down on some tea next week and get down right. on some tea. Oh, yeah. I, I have the best teas ever grown in China, mm. and I was assured of that. Uh, speaking of things that are brewed, need to go by Sun King. We have our like one of the best selections of seasonals right now. Really, we've got uh, Ring a Dingle. I like that one. We, we have before. our uh, Dominator. The, Dominator Doppelbach, yeah. yeah. I had that one. We have it. We have the Slacktivist. I just had that one. And Timmy on tap. We have the Timmy on tap. Nice. Yeah. It's like maybe I'll... Throughout our A game for uh, St. Patty's. Patty's. Yeah, maybe I'll be able to stop by on Friday. I work, I work Friday, so maybe after I get done, I can... I'll be there. Instead of having a pint at the brewery, I can run over to Sunkin and get some samples. <laughs> well, we only do three samples on Fridays now. I don't give a shit. And then pints. I don't care we about walls. We sell pints now. On Friday? Yeah. So you guys all day. Every day. Every day. Monday all through Saturday. Every day. day. Yeah. Except nobody buys flights on Fridays because we still give them half a flight for free. Yeah, why, so, why bother? I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, so last thing on the list. Unrelated to beer. Unrelated to beer. Uh, Game of Thrones had a new trailer. That came out with the announcement of uh, HBO's now service. Uh, Which I didn't hear about that. Oh, Apple. you didn't hear about that? No. Oh, partner with Apple. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me God explain. Damn it! They're taking over everything, man. Well, I uh, warned you guys. Uh, hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold so it's a person holding you. a fucking iPad Mini. This is a gift. <laughs> I can't say no to gifts. What's your phone? <laughs> that was also a gift. <laughs> I warned um, you. Okay, yeah. So HBO Now, um, it's HBO's tr- streaming service. Ah. So like Netflix and stuff. So right. you just need internet access. And, and a cable provider. No. You don't need a cable. Alone. Yeah, yeah. HBO Go is the one you need a cable oh, okay. provider for. 
uh, HBO Now, yeah, it's just a, a straight up, you, you pay them 15 bucks a month, um, which is the standard price for when you, if you have gate cable and subscribing to HBO. Um, yeah, and it's for the first three months, so essentially from April, uh, April, May, June, which pretty much covers the entirety of Game of Thrones Season 5, right. which I'm assuming they did on purpose. Um <laughs> <laughs> or at least Apple did. Yeah, because the, the agreement is you can uh, you sign up with an Apple account. Um, you can watch it on your phone, your iPad, or your Apple TV, which I think is what Apple's trying to sell with this because they dropped their... Um, they didn't announce a new TV, though. Apple TV. They, don't need they a didn't new announce TV. a new. They just dropped the price of their okay. current one gotcha. by like 30 bucks. So it's more... So it's uh, like 70 now? Yeah, it's, uh, so it can compete better with the Roku box and the gotcha. Amazon Fire thing. Um so, uh, yeah, for the first three months, uh, um, you, you either have to have an Apple device to watch it, or you can do it on a web browser. Okay. Which is fine. Uh, I'm assuming eventually, after the three months is over, they'll start spreading apps for the PlayStations and stuff out into the world. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was kind of exciting. They finally pulled the trigger on that. I was a little annoyed at the Apple thing at first, because they didn't make that the web browser thing clear. Uh, and they didn't make the exclusivity clear either. <laughs> so I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm just going to say, Apple's trying to take over the world, and they might be the Antichrist. <laughs> I don't believe in God, but if I was going to believe in God, Apple would be the Antichrist. So you think you're going to get one of those watches as a gift? <laughs> right? I certainly hope not. You certainly hope so. No. I like, I like a... Uh, a manual watch that you have to set the time on, and that you have to. Uh, well, if you do get you one, have to wind it up. please give it to me. So you, you yeah, you can have it. You don't want to. I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing anything <laughs> that says. That'd be so sweet, especially if I could get the Power Rangers ringtone on there. <laughs> I can do it. Sweet. We can already do that with your cell phone. I know, but be on my wrist. <laughs> then you can randomly run into the locker room slash entrance to a fruit bar and Next. have a private conversation with. <laughs> 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 Next, next thing you know, a Steve Jobs hologram is going to tell you how you need to implant a fucking computer chip into your brain so that they can give you the latest information from the internet. Just wait for that day. There's a... a, a book, Antichrist. A book I read a, a couple of years ago. It was for a, a young adult fiction class. Mm-hmm. It's called Feed. And it was about like that explains a lot. You took a young adult fishing class. Why wouldn't what? you? Yeah, I don't know. that just explains a lot. That's like the How biggest it, what market. Does it that's the biggest market in the world for selling movies. Young adults. It's good fucking books. I don't know what your fucking issue is. It's not like they had me read fucking Twilight or something. Oh, okay. Young that's adult funny. literature okay, in literature. a college class. Literature. <laughs> like See, actually, I was kind of worried that they were crafted like, works. That's why he loves Twilight. Crafted works. Um, Nevertheless, so yeah, I read a book called Feed, and it was it was kind of fucked up and a little scary because it's like everybody pretty much has you know chips in their head that allows them to have constant access to the internet, and how that uh, deteriorates the language, your your recall ability because you don't need to. Yeah, you have access to it. You just Google something immediately, and you, you like you, the, you people don't have their own intelligence like there's no way to operate without that being implanted in your head it was it was a good book but a little freaky <laughs> to a certain degree I feel like the world's already to that point a little bit <laughs> as David slowly... stands, sits there and I'm playing Simpsons on tap <laughs> it, it, for real though it, it's slowly coming to that you're, you're quite right it is slowly coming to that 
Oh shit! Is that this is shut the fuck up music? <laughs> All right. So yeah, it was it was kind of funny to show it in the office. That my one coworker gets particularly excited. Like he started to watch. He, he was loading the site and he was like, "God, I don't know if I can watch this show again." It's just like it. It's so fucking stressful. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I don't see it that way. <laughs> Which is like. Uh, He's an easily Dude. excited person, I guess. Yeah, he likes to worry sometimes. <laughs> he likes to, no one likes to be upset. What? <laughs> but uh, oh, their management shared our YouTube page. Nice, oh, cool. Um, well, yeah, yeah, they're in one. It makes sense. <laughs> but uh, uh, we also there was the thirty seconds that explain Game of Thrones. I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, there was a couple of things on Entertainment Weekly that popped up today because they're doing a cover story. Um, uh, Gabe was on. I, I get uh, real quick. Um, I forgot to promote this. Gabe's actually on an episode of Nerd Management this week. Okay, I think it's this week. Uh, we're sharing an interview. Okay, who who's the interviewee? I'm not sure. He didn't tell me. I'm sure he told me. I just don't remember. Right. So um, comics guest. Actually, the one he said in the email the other day. The, uh, the editor. Yeah. Or the other was. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, they uh, they had a, uh, some of the cast trying to describe Game of Thrones in about thirty seconds, just worth reviewing, and then uh, Amelia Clark doing her impersonation of Jon Snow. <laughs> I think the best the best thing was when uh, uh, they actually have real quick. They actually have each of the cast members doing that too. It's been out for like two weeks. What, oh, the, yeah. 30 the 30 seconds? seconds. Oh. They have their each 30 seconds. Oh, okay. I think the best one, part was when Peter Dinklage was like, are you kidding me? We've already recorded 50 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I like oh. when he started doing Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, was, that was the best thing, too. It's, it's like, well, there's no way I can do this, so I'm just going <laughs> to recite plots from other popular TV shows. Not just other popular TV shows, just the, Breaking Bad. The, what... What I how far like you gotta season three. three I it's either episode four or five that I'm What's on. on? Uh, most recently, is that Gil? Is yeah. Do Gil? you know about Los Pocos Hermanos? Yet? Yeah, yeah. We're already okay. past that. We're, <laughs> we're at the point where where Walt finds out that Skyler it cheated on like banged the the guy Ted Medici yeah, that Ted, runs her yeah. company. And he, it's the, it's the episode after where he goes to, goes there and he's trying to throw the fucking big ass potted plant through the window and the pot just breaks and he's like having a total mental (laughs) breakdown and he, he like tries to, he tries to, he tries to sexually seduce his, uh, the vice principal of the oh, school or whatever. It's, it's that next episode after that where I'm at right now. Gotcha. And I watch. There's a bottle episode that season two. You know, I, The Fly. Oh, uh, is the, that how you show it's on the fourth season? I'm pretty sure it's the third the, season. What, mm-hmm. what has kept me so captivated uh, in that show is that mm, I know that each episode doesn't have the same director, you know, like what we get with Game of Thrones or Doctor Who or what have you. But, but what keeps me so captivated is that they're staying in the same story arc. You know, every every moment it ties into the, the greater story. Mm-hmm. But it feels like so many different types of television show. It, like, hmm. one moment you're you're totally enveloped in... Season 3, the fly. Oh, okay. Okay. One, one moment you're totally enveloped in the drug manufacturer, or the drug trade, or drug use. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, it's normal, typical American family dealing with everyday issues. And then, oh, then you go into, oh, don't forget 
Walt's got cancer, <laughs> so you're dealing with this like tragedy of a man who's trying to cope with a terminal illness, and how does he, how does he uh, cool. best do something for his family, like mm-hmm. best provide for his family, and, and how do they cope with that illness? And then you're pulled back into drug user, drug manufacturer world, and then you're back to, oh, this is just a typical American family. And then some planes explode in the sky and shit <laughs> rains down like hellfire. I mean, the, I guess the, the the show is incredibly diverse while maintaining uh, a succinct story arc. Mm-hmm. And that's has impressed me so much to the, mm-hmm. up to this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to maintain that through the whole show or not, but... Yeah. It gets better. I mean, yeah. that show just... Keeps on getting better getting and better. better. Yeah. So, well, I don't know if I want to finish it. Then I might just want to savor that moment. Well, just, just think of it this way: show keeps getting better and better. It has a wonderful finale. It now has a wonderful spinoff. Oh, uh, so, better, better call Saul. That's right. That's right. So, I I like his character, but I don't see how it's going to turn into a its own spin-off? TV show. Yeah, well, it's a prequel. Yeah, like they're cool. dealing with uh, well it's Saul and Mike Mike pretty much it's Saul and Mike pretty much yeah Mike the is, old uh, bald old... guy oh right 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 yeah. okay yeah who was in Community speaking of which Community's back next week guys <gasps> it is yes uh, Community is back next week ah I, I don't know what to expect from it I mean uh, did you see the trailer no the AJ uh, Yahoo uh, trailer I haven't seen any pause it yet. pause it open that shit up <laughs> what what? I don't know what the fuck we just watched, <laughs> but uh, I'll definitely be watching Community Season 6, I can say that. Right? I'll be slightly disappointed if it doesn't come out on DVD, but I'll be slightly pissed off. I think Yahoo has the money to make a couple DVDs, man. Right? Well, I don't think Sony is probably doing it partially for a DVD. Yeah. So that was... I wonder if they'll ever do like a Blu-ray set for Community. Doubt it. That was so... Schizophrenic. That I, don't, I don't know what to say about it other than that. Wow, I can't believe they got another season with, with that kind of shit. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Dan was talking on the last episode of Armantown where he was like way behind schedule and stuff uh, for writing. Well, yeah, like they're like giving them scripts like the day of and so forth. And he's like, yeah, and this time there's nobody else to blame but me. Like, <laughs> nobody's bothering me. There's no suit above me, you know, giving me notes or anything. It's just me trying to make sense of these scripts. Yeah, it was like, I, I, I almost, like, did better when I did have a suit. Or somebody, like, uh, he was, uh, oh God, he was specifically, like, him and Chris McKenna were, like, really need, like, an administrative dude. Somebody, yeah, somebody's going to be like, hey, there's a deadline, and this, uh. is where, this is where we're going, so don't forget where we're going. They need, uh, what's his name from the office that's now on, uh, they need less Silicon Valley. Valley. They need uh, less vodka. Oh, Gabe. Gabe, yeah, Gabe. <laughs> They need new Gabe. They need significantly less vodka, that's what they need. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We're at the end of our yeah, time, aren't we? Yeah. Well, okay. We got through everything twice. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything, but half the list. About half the list twice. Yeah. I had to rush through. <laughs> well, that's fine, because we would not have gotten through everything. Yeah. Nope. So I'm actually okay with that. Okay. Uh, Flash Hammer come back next week. I Zombies next week. I got a lot to catch up on before then. Community. Community All next on the same week. fucking Tuesday. <laughs> All on Tuesday. I got so much to catch up on before then. Are you caught up on Hero of Life? We didn't ask. I, I watched everything before February 
So you have February stuff to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watch everything before Angel's birthday. Okay. Okay, yeah. You and then that. after that... You got some good stuff to watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that Gotham and, and Flash and Arrow were coming back that quickly. Because I remember the break started, like, what, two weeks before that? Three weeks before that? Wow. I, I, I figured it was a full season, or, like, a full break, and then we were starting another season. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, yeah. it was, like, a mid-season break. Yeah. Uh, they're on break currently. Yeah, there haven't been episodes for a couple weeks, so. Okay, so I got like two or three episodes each for each show? I think two. Okay. To be fair, you could probably like set your priorities on Gotham like below. Yeah. Else. Watch, watch Arrow and Flash first. <laughs> no, I, I have two episodes of Gotham left to watch, and I want to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I don't care if you don't want to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to see what happens because the Joker's going to get unveiled on the next episode for me. <laughs> I, I mean, I like the guy who's playing him. Well, 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 is well. it the Joker or not? Nate, they said this guy's no joke. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, then the following episode Longer. is about the Red Hood, which is also the Joker. Well, fuck it. So, yeah. fuck it. They're fucking so, with the chance. They're fucking, they're fucking with us. They don't know what but, the fuck they're but, doing. I would but, have much preferred the guy the who's playing the Joker, Joker. Also has the Flying Graysons in it. And he really? circus. Oh, yeah. I that would, was fun. But I would much rather have the guy from Sh- Shameless America playing the Joker than I would anyone else. Yeah. I don't care who they bring to the forefront after that. He was a great character, a great actor to play that character. Well, we gotta go. Yeah. Uh, I'm David West. I'm David Gilman. And Chance. Uh, I'm gonna hit the space bar because I have to try and fit the music in in the next 30 seconds. Woo! <laughs> Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone. Keep listening.